Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone. My name is Pyle and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I have a heart-to-heart. This is for you if you are feeling anxious, if you are feeling like you have no idea where to move forward and you just feel like you're in that state of panic and you feel a little stuck. Um, This is for you because I know what it feels like to be in that. I literally can tear up just thinking about it because anxiety is so close to my heart. Anxiety is something I dealt with as a little girl. I remember my dad, um, I would start crying and then my dad would have to slowly just rub my back, um, to help calm me down. And so this is something that I wish I could hear in those times of panic, in those times of just not knowing what to do. And so for you, if you're feeling anxious right now, the first thing I want you to do is just take a deep breath because Honestly, in those moments of anxiety, when your body is closing in on you, um, the one thing that we always have that we'll always have control over is our breath. So just pause with me. Maybe you need to pause my voice, but just take a deep breath. So inhale and just let it all out. Feel free to do this a few more times as I start to talk and Just listen to the words I'm saying, even if they feel hard to believe, even if they feel like they're too good to be true right now, just try and listen, try and be kind to yourself and give yourself permission to hear these words. So, hey, I know it's hard right now. I know you're feeling anxiety. I want you to remember that anxiety is not who you are. It is not your identity you are not anxiety. Anxiety is just an emotion that you're feeling and not in a small way, um, but in a way that anxiety does not control you. You have the power to control it. And I know right now it probably doesn't seem like it, especially when those panic attacks start setting in, but you do have the power to control it. You have the power within your mind, you have the power within your heart, and you have the power within your breath to breathe through it, to stop those thought patterns, and to just allow yourself to disassociate yourself from anxiety. 
I think that's the one thing that in this moment and when that feeling starts to creep up, just start with that. Try disassociating yourself. Try not to say, I am an anxious person. I am anxiety. That is not you. Even if it was you in the past, today, in this moment, that stops. You are not anxiety. Anxiety is just something you're experiencing and something you're feeling. And it is totally valid. I am pretty sure 99% of people on this planet experience anxiety just with the day, just with the way things are. Um, We are constantly overstimulated. We have so much happening. So don't think that you're at fault or that you're weak because you're experiencing anxiety because you're not. You're human. And as a human, you are meant to experience the entire full range of human emotions. And one of those is anxiety. So please be gentle with yourself. I know what it feels like to feel anxiety coming on, work through it, feel like you're doing so well, and then feel discouraged when that feeling comes back up because you're like, gosh, I really thought I worked through it and I thought I would be over it. But I want to tell you anxiety is something I've grown up with um, and it comes in waves. And I believe it has healed itself from the chronic form it used to be in, but there are still absolutely waves of anxiety that I deal with. And the number one thing that helps me, like I said earlier, is my breath. But the second thing I want you to try and start implementing is to override your thought patterns. And a good way to think about this is think about your anxiety like a software It is like an old software on your computer, like how our MacBooks or our iPhones have software update. Um, Think of anxiety as like an outdated software that just needs to be updated. But who is updating that software? You are updating that software. So we're going to update that software through a few affirmations that feel really good to you. And whenever you notice that anxiety coming Start to kind of give yourself that software update. Start to rewrite your code and start to rewrite the thoughts that are naturally occurring with affirmations. And I know in those moments, it might not feel like these are going to do much, but over time, these will compound. Repetition is what makes it solid. Repetition is what will solidify a new belief system. So a few affirmations you can say, you can say them with me right now is I am safe. I can handle this, and I am okay. Those are three that feel really, really good to me because I've noticed when my anxiety starts to creep up, it is usually with a situation that I feel like I don't have control over. I'm not sure if I'm going to be okay, so it really triggers my sense of security. It triggers my sense of safety, and it triggers my sense of, am I going to be okay? And so those are the three affirmations I really want you to stick with. And if you need, pause and just say them with me a few times. Um, And if in those moments you're struggling to believe those affirmations and you feel like those affirmations are just not cutting it, add the phrase, I'm willing to believe or I will be, um, just to give yourself a little bit of credit, just to give yourself a little bit of grace. So I'm going to, I'm in the process of believing or I'm willing to believe are two of the best phrases you can use if you struggle with believing in the power of affirmations and believing that it can work. 
And then the other one is that I'm going to be. That is technically not an affirmation, but in more chronic situations like anxiety or depression or just those really, really heavy emotions where we don't feel connected to ourselves, um, speaking in that future tense can feel like a moment of relief because it feels like there is something to look forward to. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. So those are the two I recommend. Um, You can just add them on. And then if you need more affirmations, think about the different belief systems that are coming up as you're going through an anxiety phase, as you're going through a wave of anxiety. Just notice what is being triggered with the anxiety and keep digging until you're like, wow, this is causing me that. For some people, it's as simple as interacting with a certain person or interacting with anybody in general. For example, social anxiety, for example, public speaking, that can be really triggering. Or, and it can be something as kind of big as money or finances or not having enough money. So there is a full range of things that cause anxiety and it's not going to be the same all the time. I can say for myself, my anxiety, when would my anxiety come? I know my anxiety would come with people I love. Um, It would be triggered if like my brother was mad at me and we got in a fight. It would be triggered with my mom. Um, Yeah, so for me, it was my relationships and people I love, like not even romantic relationships. That came later, but my childhood anxiety definitely was stemming from all of my relationships. And then meeting Tom, it started to become... um, very relationship oriented. So ask yourself the harder questions and understand what are the triggers of your anxiety? What is it that you're scared of? And what are you nervous about? And how can you be there for yourself through this emotion? Because instead of looking at anxiety as a part of who you are or just a weakness that you're going through, look at anxiety as an opportunity. Look at anxiety as an opportunity for you to learn, for you to grow deeper into yourself, for you to become even more aware of who you are and how you can show up better. I firmly believe that without my anxiety, I might not have been as self-aware as as I am today. So I do consider my anxiety and those episodes and those waves as a blessing. And yeah, they suck. It is not a fun feeling all the time, but I really, really think that everyone who experiences any form of anxiety, it is there to serve you in some way or form. And you can take the lessons away and you can also work to reframe it and reprogram it. So hopefully that it can diminish. And I am here as someone who I believe has healed from most of her anxiety. And I want you to know that it's possible. I want you to know that it can be managed. And ultimately, even though it's not technically something that people will consider as cure versus uncured, um, I do believe it can be healed. I believe 
Once we can get very, very comfortable with our emotions, once we can get really, really familiar with how they feel when they're coming up, why they're coming up, um, our emotions are just little messengers who want to talk to us. They are trying to tell us something. So when anxiety is coming up next time, instead of being mad at yourself or being mad at the emotion for being there, look at anxiety as a version of your inner child or like a cute little puppy in your life who just needs some love and ask it, what are you trying to tell me? Because one thing I've started to do is I'll start to send my harder emotions love. I will start to send them love. I will start to be like, okay, I hear you. I know you need my attention. What do you need from me? And why are you here right now? So instead of kind of avoiding it and suppressing your anxiety, speak to it with love, look at it with love and Maybe it's just the emotion that needs a little bit of love because I do believe all of our heavy emotions have an equal and opposite light emotion. And I think the opposite of anxiety is peace. So ask yourself, why am I not feeling peace right now? And how can I create more peace? Why is this anxiety showing up? And how is it trying to help me feel more peace in my life? And give yourself the opportunity to reframe anxiety rather than looking at it with disgust or looking at it with frustration, allow yourself to look at it with a little bit more love than you usually do. Because I think the more and more we can start to shift the way we see anxiety, shift the way we identify our anxiety and ourselves in relationship to anxiety, that's when the relationship is really going to change. Once you can stop saying, I'm an anxious person, I have anxiety, or, oh, that makes me anxious, or that stresses me out. Once you can start to change that vocabulary, it will only become a ripple effect. So if you are dealing with anxiety, if you're feeling anxious right now, just please do a few things that I mentioned. Take that deep breath, say those affirmations, and look at your anxiety with love. Talk to it with love. I know you might not want to. I know you might want to just get mad at it and be mean to it, but try looking at it with love because sometimes all our emotions need is a little bit of love. Our emotions are energy too, and I really believe love is the ultimate healer. And Try that. I, If you haven't tried giving your anxiety love, maybe start with that and see where it takes you. So I'm sorry you're feeling the anxiety, but I do want you to know that you are capable of working through it. You are capable of healing through it and you are capable of reprogramming it so that anxiety cannot be such a have such a hold on you. You don't have to be somebody who can't handle your anxiety. You are allowed to be someone who knows how to handle their anxiety and knows how to move forward from it um, and take the lessons it's trying to share. So I love you and I hope you feel better and thank you for being here. Mwah. Love you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 